Well, hello, everybody. You hear the music, and yes, it is time. Your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. And joining us in just a couple of minutes here in the studios of GFBS, your realty expert, Adam Helgeson. Just hold on a minute. Look, if you want that home, let's go get you that home. And it's okay to feel a little nervous. Or to not know what to look for. Because our network agents have the expertise to take the scary out of buying a home. Well, most of it. Now, let's go get you home. All right, how about that? Uh, here we are, back with your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Adam Helgeson in the studio. How are you, my friend? Outstanding. I was thinking... Uh... When you're like, hey, and coming up next is Adam Helgeson. You got to have a little button like a clap or like a oh, fake applause. Okay, like one of these. Yeah, there we go. On Friday, we're going to do that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> well, you deserve it, man. Oh, thank you. You uh, had a busy weekend, I hear? I did. It was amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, took off Thursday morning, drove down to Chicago with my 11-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed, uh, so you know, like Hotwire, where you can pick a hotel, you don't mm-hmm. know where you're staying. So mm-hmm. I did that downtown Chicago, and uh, we ended up staying at the Waldorf Astoria. Oh, wow. So yeah, I was a little outclassed. Mm-hmm. Um, walked in, wasn't even in there two minutes, and my daughter dropped her blue raspberry Slurpee from Seven Eleven all over the floor. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> setting the stage. Um, but we hung out in Chicago uh, the next day and then cruised down to Springfield. So when I was in the Army Station, Hawaii... Uh, one of my buddies had a newborn. Mm-hmm. So a couple of buddies and me always hung out, kind of helped raise her through her birthday parties. Uh, well, she ended up getting married last weekend. Oh. So she reached out to us just from pictures and, you know what I mean, stories, uh-huh. and invited us to her wedding and didn't tell her parents. Oh, wow. So we all showed up there. Um, so the dad walked her down the aisle and noticed the three of us walking behind her, um, kind of helped give her away and uh, hung out and a couple of those guys I hadn't seen in 18 years. So you know, that, that story right there has given me chills, man. Was, uh, that is so super cool. It was, it was, fu- it was fun. Cause when my, when I showed up to the wedding, the dad, Justin, he was standing outside, like checking the weather on his phone. And I walked by, I'm like, Hey, what's up, Justin? He's like, Hey, and look back at his phone. And I saw this look on his face. So I just kept walking. <laughs> and then I made it about 10 more feet. I'm like, and I kind of said loud, like, man, I haven't seen him in 18 years. He doesn't remember me. And he kind of looks up. He's like, holy. Yeah, like, yeah holy blank blank. Yep. So it kind of clicked. So no, it was a, it was a blast. That so. sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I guess we have to talk about realty stuff here eventually. Oh, yeah, huh? unfortunately, that pays the bills. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Well, the market right now is definitely a seller's market. Mm-hmm. So I was going to talk about the deciding to sell it could be a very hard decision for people can't it it can be there's a lot of factors that go into it you know um but just just think if if that's on your mind you're not the only one Mm -hmm. so from april 20th last year till april 20th this year how many homes do you think sold just in the city of grand forks east grand forks in one year in one year uh no idea 940 are you kidding me 940? Yes. I mean, to me, that seems like a, an unreal amount. Yes. So 940 homes transferred just in those two cities. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want to say if we did our whole multiple listing system, which covered all the outlying towns, it was closer to 1,500. Wow. So, 
you know, there's a lot of people buying and selling. Mm-hmm. Um, always an influx of people coming in, leaving, job related. Um, you know, different factors that go into selling. So, um, I know last time I was on, I talked about our book. Yeah, yeah, yep. It, uh, the Berkshire fact. Hathaway, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to kind of cover chapter one. Um, you know, and kind of go through the book with you. Okay. And, you know, so making the decision, right? That's a big thing. There's lots of factors that go into whether you're going to move, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I could see it if uh, you got a job in a different town or maybe you got transferred or something like that. But uh, just deciding to sell, uh, that would be a huge decision. Yep. You know, and there's factors of, you know, like you said, work, um, maybe financial loss, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, COVID strain, um, lower crime rate. You know, I, I'm pretty sure people are wanting to move out of Minneapolis. Um, and like I've said in the past, I've had just with the politics of everything, I've had people looking, call, calling me from California, from Oregon, Washington State, um, looking to get out of the bigger areas to the more rural communities just because they're like, just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just want to. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, people can complain about, because you, know, you always got the naysayers. People yeah. can complain about Grand Forks, East Grand Forks in this area. But I tell you what, uh, like you just said, talk to somebody that lives down in Minneapolis or yeah. talk to somebody that lives out on the East Coast or the West Coast. And that's why people now we're going to see starting to come up here to the Midwest. I mean, oh, they have there's something to year. say about North Dakota and Minnesota nice. Yep. Yeah. You know, and another main factor that moves people up here is, you know, better weather. Depending on <laughs> no, that was in the book. But that's it's in you, the book. I'm that's, I was just looking at that. <laughs> that's usually why people go the other direction. Yeah, um, you know. But a, a big thing that goes into it are, are the emotional challenges that people don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've dealt with people that have built their home. They've raised five kids in that home, and the thought of giving that up, even though you know it's just two people in this big home, they're like the the memories. You know, mm-hmm. the emotional attachment. Um, so a lot of people kind of underestimate the emotional challenges, um, you know, especially if you're selling out of need versus desire. You know what I mean? Sure. If you love your home and... But you have to. You have to. Yep. I was dealing with a military couple too. They love their home um, and they got orders and had to leave and they're like, we, we wish we could just pack this house up and take it with us, yeah. you know, or... Or um, hold on to it until we're done and come yep. back. And a lot of military people I talk to them about that is, hey, if, you know, let's say you're a pilot with the drones, there's only like two or three installations you're going to be stationed at. Mm -hmm. So use your VA loan to buy one here, right? You know, in your career, you're going to be coming back to Grand Forks, right? So rent that out, use it as an income property. You can still use your VA a second time or a third time as long as the military is transferring. And we see, heck, you could end up using your VLO and have a house at every location. Right, right. And rent it out and move between the three. Yeah, and then Um, once you uh, finally decide to retire, sell the rest, decide which town you're going to live in and stay there. Yep, exactly. So, um, you know, the emotional challenges are big, right? Um, Especially, so first you have to get ready to to sell your home. Um, Doing fixes, that type of stuff. I was just meeting with a, a couple yesterday and... Um, and they want to leave the, leave the farm, come into town, find a condo something like that, but their house needs some work. You know, it needs a new, it could use a new roof, mm-hmm. um, you know, different things. And it's like, okay, they want top dollar, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's my job to get them top dollar, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, do you want to put 12 grand into it, fixing the new roof, all that type of stuff? 
You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to get your top dollar. To get your top dollar, or do you just want to say, "Hey, I'll I'll sell it as is and leave." You know. Um, so I mean that selling it as is is always it's it's going to lose your market a little bit just mm-hmm. because you know a lot of buyers right now want move in ready. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. They're they don't want to have to do that fixes and stuff right when they get there. So are, are, you, are you finding a lot of people, Adam, uh, want to move out of town into a place like that, a farm outside of the city limits? I mean, you and yes. I were both country boys growing up, and um, I prefer living a little bit out of town in the country. It's kind of nice to be able to, to play with your toys in the yard and maybe shoot yep. your guns and all that kind of fun stuff. But, um, yeah, and, 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 you know, you mentioned uh, the emotional attachments. First time in 27 years that uh, – we are empty nesters at our house, and I tell you yeah. what, it is weird. <clears throat> yeah, I can. I can only Hard imagine. to get used to. Yeah, yeah. So, you know that spending money on a home that's no longer going to be yours is kind of a drag. You know what I mean? But you have to get it ready. Um, you know, working with an agent, setting the price, and a big thing I get complaints with people are having your house show ready at every all the time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, the market right now is crazy, so a lot of stuff selling super quick. So you'll have like six, seven showings the first day, and usually you have an offer the first day. Yep. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's nice. Mm-hmm. But some of these, you know, stay on a month, month and a half. And now you get, hey, can I show it in an hour? Hey, can I do this? And now you got to clean and get ready and move. And, you know, sure. I mean, that wears on people, you know. Um, you know, we have talked about uh, things that have to be fixed up. You just mentioned a roof on a house. Yep. And, and and we have had this conversation many times before. Uh, the things, the physical things uh, for preparing to sell your home. But what about mentally preparing? I mean, yes. It, it's kind of what this conversation's about. It is. Yep. There's some there's some tips to mentally prepare for your house. Um, you know, kind of the first one is always be positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether you have to read inspirational books, um, you know, when when you do have a showing or a couple showings, right? Go out and help others that are less fortunate of you. Um, you know, big one is maybe stop watching the news. That might make you yeah, a better. That would mood. probably help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just. You have to stay positive, and I don't know, being military, I've been through so much crap. It's like I just when stuff gets dumb, I just kind of laugh and okay, let what can we do to fix it? Mm-hmm. Type, but you have to have that positive attitude. Um, I'm a firm believer; everything happens for a reason. So, you know, if mm-hmm. the, the right buyer doesn't come right away, we it was meant to be. Sure, um, sure. Next thing is maybe get a coach, right? And I kind of feel like that's my job as an agent is to be your motivational coach. Sure. Um, but also someone that's, you know, uh, a friend or a mentor, uh, make sure they have a level head and they're not all, like, easily emotionally triggered. Like, if you tell them something, they get all worked up. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and someone just laid back, like, okay, yep. hey, you know what? Hey, we've, we've been through this. This happens. You know what I mean? Just to, just to keep you level. Sure. Um, you know, visualize the final outcome. And what I mean by that is, okay, if you're moving out of uh, necessity, um, you know, realize, okay, hey, once this is done, we'll be able to get a smaller house, live within our means, you know what I mean? Or, hey, when, once we get to our new location, um, you know, we'll, we'll, this will be over. And, you know, just mm-hmm. visualize the outcome. And, and, yeah, I mean, time to start with a new dream. Yeah, really. Exactly. You know what I mean? If, if you're moving out of choice, spend some time with your family, like looking at houses. You know, mm-hmm. once we have, you have an offer or whatever, be like, hey, okay, now this is going, maybe, maybe we should go look at this one or look at, positive spins of how you're going to you know use the profit from your house or whatever um prayer and meditation is a good one okay um 
some people take, uh, was it the St. Joseph's stat? I'm Catholic, I should know this. And they bury it, you bury it upside down in your yard, and it's supposed to bring good luck when selling. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. whoever made that statue is making a fortune. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but try, they say try to spend, you know, 15 to 30 minutes just meditating. For me, mm-hmm. whether that's hopping on the, the motorcycle, going for a ride, or right. just getting out in nature, like grab a fishing rod, go sit down by the river and just mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something to get your mind off it. Yes. Um, and another great way to do it is to start a journal. And people are like, what? But if you think about it, you know what I mean? When you have all these thoughts going through your head, just write them out. Um, keep a journal of what's going on, what's bothering you, right? And when you write them out and can... It, it it's almost like talking to someone. You're you're venting to the journal, and yeah. it just helps express and um, you know get that weight off your shoulders. So uh, inventory still pretty low. It is, and that's why I'm talking about this. We need you know we need listings. So if you're thinking about selling, um, you know, reach out to one of us. I'd love to come out, kind of go through. Hey, this is you know what I recommend to, to possibly fix, get ready, go through those things. We can talk about, Hey, why are you selling, you know, um, cover some of these emotional mm-hmm. things that might come into play when selling. Um, and just see if this is the right time for you to sell. Uh, before we let you go, Adam, uh, Bailey has oh. sent us a text says, uh, Hey, morning, you guys. And Adam, you are my friend. I have you thank your card from uh, me. And you are one of always there for me. Uh, you're my favorite friend I can ask for and best worker. Uh, you're making shirts for the next golf tournament for my grandpa, Bruce Spicer. And uh, you're one of the team members. Uh, always nice to have somebody like Bailey in the office, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. She is the, the, the biggest cheerleader for all of us around there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It was maybe a week after the last uh, Bruce Spicer Memorial Golf Tournament. She was already texting me saying, we're starting to plan for this year. So I'm like, well... Uh, we have a year, Bailey. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I tell you what, that was a fun time, though. Oh, it was. Uh, a little bit chilly, but, yeah. man, that was a, a what a great turnout for a great guy. Yep, and I know we're, uh, we're talking about doing another one. It's going to be an annual thing now. So Good. How does somebody get a hold of realty expert Adam Helgeson? Well, there's a, a variety of ways. For The best and easiest is my cell phone, which is 701-317-1750. You can hit me up on my website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or call any of us experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 746-0303. Uh, you're going to be back here again on Friday? If you have me. I think we can. Awesome. You know what? If uh, you're going to get a hold of Adam Helgeson or any of the realty experts at Berkshire Hathaway, you need a little bit of work done. Don't forget about executive properties doing all types of residential work for you. Uh, whether you need uh, kitchen work, bathrooms, door siding, concrete, cabinets, trim or tile, I think you get the picture. They've got over 30 years of experience. They're going to do things the way you want them, and they are going to do things right. Check out the reviews on Facebook and Google. Call them up, 701-330-1273, or go to executiveproperties.org. Well, there you go, your first half of your bi-weekly Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Stay tuned on Friday. Realty expert Adam Helgeson will be back.